This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. As I mentioned in the beginning, Decent recently announced rentable NFTs. And the reason why I wanted to kick off this episode is because something that I try to consistently do on Mint is bring new ideas, new new opportunities, new experiments to showcase and document. That's the whole point of Mint, documenting the Web3 creator economy. And it's no different when trying to explore new new primitives like rentable NFTs. Now, I don't know how new it is. You're here to tell me sort of how new it is. But I want to get into the trenches of why the hell should we even consider rentable NFTs when the whole thesis around Web3 is to own. You are the owner now. So that's like the the, the, the prime question, Charlie. That's like totally. the top of the pillar question. I want to I wanna dissect and find all the branches. Um, so let's kick it off there. Why rentable NFTs? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So uh, rentable NFTs were originally introduced by a team called Double Protocol. Um, sometime this summer, uh, I forget the exact date, maybe July or August, uh, in an Ethereum improvement proposal, an EIP called 4907. And basically what EIP 4907 introduces is like this idea of a user of the NFT. So, you, you know, when you buy an NFT, like you become the owner of it and like your address is, you know, mapped to the owner field of that, of that NFT and stored there. Um, EIP 4907 also includes a user. So someone can become the user of that NFT that is not the owner for a certain period of time. So, you know, if I buy a rentable NFT, for example, I will I will remain the owner of it. But say I list it to be leased. Um, you can now, like, say, pay five bucks a day or something to become like the user, uh, the user of that NFT. And, you know, in theory, uh, have all of the like attributes, credentialing, you name it, that that NFT like would endow to the owner otherwise. So that's just like a brief, brief overview on, you know, what a rentable NFT even is. <laughs> um, so like, why, why do we care? Right. So the, the, there's a lot of like individual feature unlocks that, you know, I think would be, might be interesting to dive into. Uh, that rentables, rentables facilitate. I think at like a super, macro level though, the analogy that I like to give is a lot of people will refer to NFTs as digital property rights. Um, so I'm not sure if this is you know something that you've come across before. Imagine what most people have. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like this idea that like they provide provenance in like a digital, digitally native economy. You can attest that like you own something and it's like that's a pretty powerful thing. Um, when you think about like why property rights exist, it's kind of like twofold. They have like two jobs to do in a society. One is to like provide uh, that ledger of ownership. And, and um, from that, like you can get two types of efficiency. So like there's allocative efficiency and like investment efficiency. So allocative would be, we want every piece of property in society to like ends up in the hands of the person that values it most. Um, so like through pure speculation, bringing it back to NFTs, like you might say that like every NFT can end up via trading in the hands of the person that values it most, uh, by expressing it that way. But there's this other like really important job of property rights, which is it incentivizes the person to like invest into the things that they own. And the person that like is willing to invest the most sort of sweat equity into the property that they own to like grow its value. That's what we would call like investment efficiency. And that's like, a, that's a pretty different notion. And I think that that is ultimately like the unlock of rentable NFTs. So um, like until now, or 
pry in a typical NFT that people would think of. The only way that you can like really profit off of owning something, barring some you know NFT DeFi integrations, is to like sell that NFT, right? So like I have to sort of lose my ownership of it to profit from having having ever owned it. Um, with rentables, like you have this new set of incentives where you, by, by nature of you like investing into that property that you own to grow its value, you can charge rents proportionate with the value that like you're inputting. Um, so it it, uh, it 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 introduces like significantly more incentives for yeah for for the owner to invest into the asset and like by extension the communities that they're a part of to grow their value and then jointly profit off that labor uh, in tandem mm-hmm. with the creator. So that's like the super macro example um, and analogy as to like why rentable NFTs are interesting. And I think they're like a very meaningful step forward in like what it really means to establish digital property rights, you know, on chain. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.